morning, bitches. Welcome to Wellness For Real. It's your girl, Marlena. And on today's episode, Felicia and I discuss how important it is to evolve throughout our journey. So it's just a fun conversation we had and I hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure you're leaving us a review. It helps us out greatly and make sure you're sharing this podcast with anyone who you think would benefit from listening to it. So buckle up y'all. It's about to get real. Today, Felicia and I are going to be talking about evolving and how we have evolved in our journeys and um, hopefully we can give you some tips to help you evolve in yours. Um, So the first thing I just want to start out with is the definition of evolving because this even kind of blew my mind. So the Webster Dictionary definition of evolving is to develop gradually especially from a simple to more complex form. You good? You you forget to turn your computer on silent over there? No, I did. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Other ways we are evolving. Airplane mode is on. Okay. So let's start over. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, we're keeping all of this. This is wellness for real, right? Okay. (laughs) Let's keep it real. Okay. Um, and here we go. I mean, that's that's a perfect example, right? We're evolving in this podcast. We're a few months in, and hopefully every week it gets better, and we uh, evolve in bringing you amazing content, right? Felicia evolves in her technology skills. So she <laughs> suck at it. I'm like, <laughs> it's all good. But I know we talked about that. So we actually already recorded this episode. What was that, like a month ago? Yep. And since we recorded that episode, we have evolved so much and we've had great conversations with people. I think for me, one of the most pivotal conversations that we've had was with Dr. Steph. Me too. And if you haven't listened to that episode, pause this shit right now. Go listen to Unfucking Your Mind with Dr. Steph and then come back. I love that episode. It, you know, it really was just so eye-opening and I think it really helped a lot of people. But I don't know about you, in the beginning of my wellness journey, (sighs) there was so much that I wanted to change, right? So I love that in the definition of evolving, it says to develop gradually. Because if we're not taking small baby steps, uh, if you try to do everything all at once, it becomes too overwhelming and then what do we do? We quit. We say, fuck this. This is way too difficult. This is way too hard. I can't do this. Um, So when you kind of scale it back and really break things down and take smaller baby steps, instead of trying to do it all at once, right, the time will pass either way. So here I am. I mean, the first healthy decision I made for myself to start changing my life was to quit smoking cigarettes. And that was five years ago. That was my first step. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't an overnight thing, right? It took some time. It took me probably a good six to eight months to really completely achieve that goal. And I didn't put that's anything else long. on my plate. That's not very long. I mean, that's yeah. actually amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I quit cold turkey, which was not easy. But that was my first step into just becoming a healthier person, right? I didn't actually start a weight loss journey until what, you know, three years after that. For me, I, mine really was 
I started a weight loss journey a long time ago. I was like, okay, I'm going to lose some weight. It was probably 10 years ago. And I lost the weight, then gained some of the weight back. And then this time around, when I was in my late 40s, let's just say that, um, it was just really, the motivation was very, very different. Um, and I think that's where I evolved. Before it was just because I wanted to wear smaller jeans. And now I have diabetes on both sides of my family. My dad died of it. My grandpa has it. My mom has it. And I don't want to have it. So it was really, uh, really about my health. Um, and just, I don't have it, but I was scared. And that was the main thing that they're like, you have to keep your weight in check. That's the key. And so I was motivated really from a different space. And I think that for me was evolving hugely. I've never really done anything for myself based on that. It's always been about the outward appearance and really not just what I thought, but what everybody else thinks. Yeah, that's a great point, right? Like so often we do things or try to change our physical appearance or or whatever it may be to please other people. So that's and a great area. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's a great area to start, you know, your evolution. Yes. Um, yes. Is to stop giving a fuck what other people think, right? Yeah. And focus I mean, on what's important to you. So I, unlike I think a lot of people, I actually have previous to starting uh, my Weight Watchers journey, I hadn't ever really quote unquote dieted before. Um, I had lost weight two other times in my life. Uh, once was, you know, in between eighth grade to high school. I think that that's normal for a lot of us who are like chubbier kids, kind of lean out. Um, but I, I was really unhealthy. I didn't eat hardly ever. Like I had a really unhealthy relationship with food. Um, but it wasn't intentional, just kind of happened. And then I packed the weight back on. Um, and then in my early 20s, I lost a large amount of weight again because I was doing a job that was just really physical, right? So I went from not being physical to being physical all freaking time. And again, still not having a healthy relationship with food. So I, again, I wasn't eating much and I lost a ton of weight. And it wasn't intentional, but the attention that you get from that really messed with my mind more, right? So again, I gained everything back and then some um, just because of my lifestyle, right? I was like partying and drinking. Um, I wasn't taking care of myself, um, you know, and then I eventually quit smoking cigarettes and then that led to therapy, right? Um, and I don't know if there are any ex-cigarette smokers listening to this, but something happens in your mind when you quit smoking cigarettes, or at least for me, it did. I had a flood of memories and I just kind of really started to see things very differently and I started to acknowledge trauma that I had gone through in my life and I started to acknowledge my binge eating disorder the, the fact that I was literally eating until I was sick and I had been doing this since I was a child to deal with that trauma right so I knew that if I just wanted to be a healthier better happier person I had to deal with that first, right? So it just, it started with therapy, which I know we talk so much about therapy on here, um, but it is so important and it changed my life. Um, and I know we've talked about this where, you know, some people will try therapy and whoever they're talking to is not a great um, fit. 
yeah, it's not a great fit, right? So then they're like, oh, well, therapy doesn't work. And it's like, no, it's like finding a relationship, right? You yep. can't just <clears throat> hop into the first thing you yep. see. You got to find someone that um, understand that, you know, that, that gets you and that you can relate to and that you feel comfortable talking to. Uh, so I think for me in this journey, that's probably the biggest area that I've evolved in or, or, or the probably the most challenging area that I evolved in because it was really painful and it was really difficult and it took a lot of really hard work and it still takes work. You know, here we are, you know, years later, I'm, I still have to work on these things. Um, but I would say that's probably the biggest area that I've evolved in. Well, I think it's really, I mean, the fact that you're willing to discuss it and acknowledge it. I mean, I, my mom is a licensed therapist. Like I grew up around therapy. So I've been in therapy since I was young. Um, <laughs> and I really do understand the importance of it. And just the fact that we are not innately know how to deal with shit. We just don't, you know what I mean? And so we just don't. And so even if, you know, people have more trauma than others, but really our lives are our own. So what might be small in your mind is big for someone else. And so we all have things that are traumatic in our lives that we have to deal with. And so I wouldn't say that I had like an eating disorder, but I definitely was an emotional eater. You know what I mean? I, because I grew up in a family that food, you used it for everything, for happiness, for sadness. You had a bad day, you ate. You had a good day, you ate. And that's what I grew up learning. You know what I mean? So, oh, man, I had a bad day. Let's go to eat. Oh, my God, I had a great day. Let's celebrate. Let's go to eat. Like, you know what I mean? So you just, it was just kind of disordered eating, though. You know what I mean? Because that would, would be how I would kind of deal with everything. I mean, there were patterns around it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you would totally. create patterns around your eating. And so... I think that, you know, for me, the first time, like that time when I'm like, okay, I'm going to get healthy or like lose some weight because I put some weight on was mostly because of my lifestyle. Just like you said, I was partying, going out all the time, eating crappy. I didn't really know how to cook healthy. I mean, I am Mexican, Italian. I mean, it's just cheese and meat and some yeah. cheese and more <laughs> cheese and meat. You know what I mean? And some chips. Like, you yep. know, nothing yep. is really, you know, and so I think the first time around, I mean, I did learn a little bit about nutrition, you know what I mean? But I didn't, I, I, the emotional eating piece was not clicking. Do you know what I mean? And so I think as I continued just therapy, because I think everybody should have it, I dealt with those, those things, but it wasn't, I didn't know that that's what I was doing, I guess, if that yeah. makes sense. It wasn't really intentional. Um, but I mean, you don't understand. I have gone to some of the weirdest therapists. Like, I mean, I, 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 exactly what you said. You have to find someone that works for you. I mean, I went to some lady that was into some weird tapping therapy shit. That is not my thing. I'm not going to sit in there and tap on anything. I don't know what was happening. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm out. I mean, one therapist, I was a therapist in there. Like, I mean, literally I turned into the therapist. I was like, Oprah, like, I mean, there's just some people that are kooky. I mean, like, they're just not a good fit. And there are some people that yeah. aren't good therapists. So you just don't want that to detour you. Like you just have to keep going until you find that person. You know what I mean? And, and now I love my lady and I go, my husband goes, and my stepdaughter go, we all love her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's just, sometimes I go regularly. Sometimes I just need to talk to somebody. So nobody in my family gets hurt. No, I'm kidding. But you know, you need a person, <laughs> you know, she's just a person that is in neutral and just, yeah. and, and everybody needs that. Yeah, totally. So I think it allowed me then the second time around. And like you talked about, 
small changes. I realized even I was successful when I did Weight Watchers that one time, but it was like this all or nothing mentality. Do you know what I mean? It was like, you're in and you're in a hundred percent and everything was sort of around it. And it felt exciting and cool. It was like my first diet that I'd ever been on and it didn't feel like a diet because it's points and it's not really a diet, but it is, you know what I mean? But you don't think so because you can eat whatever you want. And, but you know, you start to get sort of consumed a little bit by it. And then you feel like, oh, I can't go out or I can't do this because I don't have enough points. And you're really managing your life around it a little bit. And I knew that this time around when I wanted to evolve was, I can't do it like that. I mean, cause that's not, won't sustain me. So then what were the small things that I could do? Like you mentioned, what are the few things? Well, I know I can work out three times a week forever. And yeah. you know what? I know I can do these. I can eat zero point foods for my breakfast every day. Like what are the few tips and things that I could pull in from what I learned? And then sort of, I like the Weight Watcher tools, like the tools yeah. and then mix them in with some other health, healthy, totally. you know, and, 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 and that's what Weight Watchers is, right? It's a, it's tool. a tool. Exactly. Y'all. It's not, and, it's not the end all be all. It, it should not rule your life. No, <laughs> It is just I, a tool that you can use. And even uh, for me though, scale, I was like, I'm not weighing myself every week. That's not happening. Yeah. I mean, and well, and I think and I that that, that in itself, right? So I want to touch on two things that you mentioned. So you mentioned like activity, right? So for me, I had ne- I had never been someone who was an active person, uh, like at all. Like I got out of exercising any way I could <laughs> since I was, I was very consistent. small, right? Um, so when I started this wellness journey, it was like, okay, what can you do? You can walk one lap around your block every single day. Your legs fucking work. <laughs> and, that, and that was a real simple commitment that I made to myself. One lap around the block with a dog every single day. And I still do that to this day. And that eventually led to jogging. I had never jogged in my fucking life. Still can't do that <laughs> you know, so that eventually led to running. That eventually led to me getting an elliptical in my house. That eventually led to me getting a gym membership and building the confidence to go to the gym. And now it's like, that's a part of my life, right? And it hugely benefits my mental health. Obviously, yes, Huge. there are physical benefits. Absolutely. I like the physical benefits too, but the mental health aspect of it is huge. And it all started with me making a commitment to walk one lap around the block and that evolved, right? So, so often people start this journey and they're like, I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. I'm going to do eight hours of cardio every week. And it's so unrealistic. You have to set small attainable goals. And I promise you that if you stay committed to those small attainable goals, they will evolve. They will evolve. Well, and also I would agree, like for me, I always picked exercise because it led to weight loss, not because I enjoyed it. And so I feel like that's where I evolved. It was 
okay, if I'm going to commit to exercise for the rest of my life, what do I like doing? Not what's like, I'm not going to do the bar thing because that's what's hot right now. You know what I mean? Right. Or the spinning class because totally. that's what's trendy right now. Because yes. that's what I would do. I would jump on whatever bandwagon, yep. even though like, I hated it. Oh, everybody I, else is I doing it. I hated it. So I'm like, okay, well, I like walking on my treadmill at an incline and watching my stupid ass shows that no one else wants to watch in my house. <laughs> okay. And I didn't feel like that really counted, but that was what I was going to do. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that was the deal. Like, I'm going to do that and I, I have some weights. So I'm going to do my a little weight routine and I'm going to start with, like, like you said, because I love also the feeling of working out. I'm a morning person. I do it before I go to work. And now a year later, since I've sort of made that commitment of picking things I enjoy, I also love rollerblading. Like, I'm like a freak. I love I didn't know that. It's like a hidden skill that I have, dude. <laughs> Try to meet me at the roller skating rink and I will take you out. I can even go backwards still and I'm old. Oh um, my God, I love, I love it. it. Love it. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where like, if I didn't lose a pound ever in the rest of my life, I would work out in the morning every day. Do you know what I mean? I love 100% it. 100% agree. But and I, I had to find something I liked. It couldn't yeah. just be like totally. whatever was yeah. like in or whatever. And, and I think, that's the difference this time was like it just it just has to be what I like um, yeah. and that has evolved now I am lifting and doing more and I'm still you know I work out at home because that's what works for me and yeah. it always has um, and now I'm much more motivated to like maybe I'll get like a coach or something or maybe now I'm sort of like you know I need some help doing more complicated workouts I think yeah but that has evolved and the fact that I love it. And I don't care if there's any weight loss that has anything to do with it. That means that exercise for sure has evolved for me, what it means for me. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. it's so true. And you know, there's nothing wrong with trying new things. I mean, that's no, pretty important 100%. too, right? And I've done all of that. I've tried all the trendy classes and all of that stuff. And like, it's just not for me. No, I do not like, like classes. I don't like group workouts. I don't like any of that stuff, but I've, I try them. Right. Right. So um, I would go even when I didn't like it because I just thought, You okay, thought that's what you were supposed to be doing. Okay. I mean, have you tried the Tracy Anderson workout? What the fuck is that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, don't. I'm just telling you all it is, it's like two pound weights and then you do leg lifts. Okay. It's like, I can't. It's no. 90 minutes and I figured the JLo was doing it. Felicia's got it going on. Yeah. No. Okay. So, so oh. I want to I <laughs> circle back. You mentioned the scale and I just want to circle back to that because- I feel like the scale is one of those things where people are always like, do this, do this, don't do this, do this, do don't do you. this. You Put, know, your you do Put your scale away. Put your scale on you. the floor. Weigh every day. Weigh once a week. And it's like, okay, everybody, chill the fuck out. Right. Do okay? what works for you. If just it's healthy. Like, absolutely. Just like every other aspect of your wellness journey, the scale will be whatever it needs to be for you in right. that season, right? So when I first started my journey, and this is just my experience, okay? When I first started my journey, I did the once a week way, you know, just like WW has it programmed in the app or in, in the workshops or however you, you weigh in, right? I did that every Sunday. That was my weigh-in day. And that's the way it was for the majority of my weight loss, now, towards the end of my weight loss, um, I started to learn more about daily weighing, right? I wanted to just get to know my body better. I wanted to understand how things affected me. Um, so I became a daily weigher. And I did that for about a year. Um, 
if not longer, through through the end of my losing into my maintenance, I weighed daily. It did not affect my mental health most of the time. <laughs> and, um, you know, but it, it really did help me understand where I'm at now. And where I'm at now is I don't have any set day that I weigh myself. I don't have any expectations of how much I'm supposed to weigh. Currently, where I'm at in my season of my journey is I'm not weighing myself. I'm not tracking. I'm truly just trying to be as intuitive as I can be uh, in all aspects of my wellness journey because that's what I want my ultimate goal to be, right? I just want to be living my life and not worrying about this shit. Now, that being said, over the last month, I've weighed myself twice, and guess what? I'm still fucking maintaining. (laughs) I'm still (laughs) where I was, right? But it was starting to affect me. So, you know, with the scale, again, like you just need to figure out where you are in your journey, what's going to help you, and what's going to be best for your mindset, right? Well, I think people need to recognize that, though. So I think the biggest thing is that if you weigh yourself and you're one, you know, 0.2 0.2 pounds and that 0.2 pounds sends you into a freaking spiral and stop weighing yourself. then I think that's the key. Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think, so totally. you just have to kind of gauge that. And I think, you know, when I did Weight Watchers the first time, I never didn't lose weight. I lost, I never had any problem with this. I lost weight every single time. Cause it was the first diet I'd ever been on. And I did it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I just, you know, and I went, but what I didn't like I didn't, I was not a fan of the way and like, cause I went to Weight Watchers for a handful of meetings and I just don't, it's just not for me, like going in and having a bunch of women lined up and getting on a, it's not for me. Um, and because my motivation this time wasn't the, the number, it wasn't the number that I just decided that that wasn't going to be the focus. Do you know what I mean? So I weighed myself twice a month just to see, and you know, I lost 35 pounds, you know what I mean? Not focusing on the number. So I feel like, and I still have a few pounds left that I would like to to lose with the pandemic. I stopped and was like, I'm just going to go into my own form of maintenance. And now I'm going to switch back into sort of more, a little bit of a losing phase, which I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but And then I'll go back into my maintenance, but I don't, I still won't. It's just not a big thing for me because I think, you know, if you're lifting weights, there's just so many weird things that kind of fall into that scale with me being in my fifties and I'm in perimenopause and there's all kinds of goofy things that kind of fall into water retention. I just don't want to get caught up in it. But I think, like you said, for everybody, it's different. But if you, if you spiral over, 0.2 0.2 pounds, then it you might want to take a look at that scale. Yeah, absolutely. There are but so, I have evolved from that yeah, for myself. Are, absolutely. There are so many reasons that the scale fluctuates and changes. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to talk more in depth because I feel like that's one of the biggest stressors for I people know. through going through a journey, right? Is the scale, how to how to fit it into your wellness journey. Because it can be a great tool to use, right? I love the daily though, to know how it fluctuates, to see. Absolutely. And if that's where you are mentally, fuck yeah, go for it. And if you're not, that's okay too. Right. Like just know that your journey is going to evolve and change and look different than anyone else's. No two people's journeys are going to look exactly the same. And And even if they did, even if you did exactly what I do, 
even if you did exactly what Felicia does, your journey would still be different. Your body right. would still be different, right? Or individual, we're unique. So we need to learn how to evolve in our own journeys. Well, I think that's the thing you and I were talking about that I think when you start, you really pay attention to what everybody else is doing and you kind of get caught up in some of the trends of, you know, what you see on Instagram, what people are eating, how they're doing things, you know, whatever is trendy. You kind of see yourself jumping on that bag wagon. And we were talking about like, I jumped on the curly hair, the curly girl method journey. Um, if you don't know, I have naturally curly hair. Um, and I jumped on that journey and was like, no parabens, no silicone. Like, you know, they're, they're pretty hardcore about it. And you're never, ever allowed to straighten your hair again. <laughs> and so, you know, and you, and I jumped on that bandwagon and then I was like, well, fuck that. It's my hair. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I want to straighten my hair once in a while, I'm going to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? And, but for a while I would follow and people would come for each other. Like, you know, even when I went to get my hair cut at the curly hair place, they were like psychotic. Like you're not, I'm like, well, I don't want you to cut. I want you to cut my hair. I like to wear both ways. And it was, no, you're not allowed to wear your hair straight. What, 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 what do you mean? If I'm not I'm allowed paying to wear it. $250 right. for a fucking haircut. <laughs> that didn't even look good when I left. Sorry. Um, but I mean, my point is it's bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think I've evolved in that way that like, it's my journey. And yes, I totally. will take some of some from something, you know, I took a lot of great information from it, but I'm going to do what I want to do. And right now my hair is straight. Well, it's wavy. Um, it but, looks so cute. Nobody can you. see us though. Yeah. Um, my hair my, is up in a bun. Hey, my, my normally I, know, I, is. <laughs> I did the same thing though. Cause I also have naturally curly hair and I did the same thing, right? I was like curly girl method. That's what you have to do to have good curls. And I did it and it was so fucking expensive and it was so stressful. And like, same thing. I saw, constantly saw people that were like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't use this you have to pay a hundred dollars for a bottle of fucking shampoo but it's not actually shampoo it doesn't even sud and it's like <laughs> this whole thing and you know and then I gave up I just started straightening my hair again with a flat iron and now here I am again full circle after you introduced me to curly mel curly mellow very mellow think her handles very mellow. mellow now <laughs> y'all heard her episode again if you didn't hear the episode go back and listen to it um but she, her, her, her way of teaching and just showing me that like, you can use products from CVS, <laughs> you can yes. use products from Walmart and Target and still have fabulous hair. And also everybody's hair is different, right? Like we are all unique. Right. And I think that that's like the major point of this episode when it comes to evolving, we have to learn how to evolve in ourselves, right? right. So not everything has to be so literal. You have to take from yeah. it, I think, and kind of figure out what works for you within. Yeah. In um, whatever season you're in, because something right. that works for you in this season might not work for you in your next season. Right. Absolutely. So um, we just really have to be able to develop gradually. Um, and I know we've talked a lot about, you know, the f food and exercise and all that shit, but there are so many other aspects of my life that have evolved since starting this wellness journey that weren't even intentional, right? They just have happened because I'm just becoming a more well person. Um, so like, for instance, uh, you know, I just, I feel like for the first time in my life, I understand that finding your purpose, right, is so important. <laughs> Making this podcast right now feels like our purpose. Um, 100%. And 
you know, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep bringing this content. And this is not something that I ever thought that I would actually do. I know, right? (laughs) But I wanted to deep down. Yeah. Yeah. But finally, we're like, you know, I I think we both had to evolve um, to the point where it's like, okay, well, it doesn't really matter if this isn't making any money right now. (laughs) It doesn't really matter if this isn't paying my bills right now. I never Um, thought I would share anything on Instagram, to be honest. I mean, I never even thought I would. And look, now you're sharing, you're sharing like all your shit. Right. On a podcast. And I literally have evolved from that because I mean, you wouldn't even see a picture of my ass on my Instagram. Okay. Like all you saw was my pizza and that was it. So, I mean, (laughs) I really have evolved in that way, my comfort level and just, you know, understanding that it's really positive and it's not about, it's about doing good. And also I'm really enjoying it. It's fun, you know, yeah. to meet new people and to get you know positive feedback and to help people. And I really like it a lot. Me too. I absolutely do too. And I know we talked about this after we recorded the original version of this episode. Um, you know, we both kind of were just talking about how it's just like every week we're evolving, making this podcast. And if this podcast doesn't evolve, you know, if this podcast hasn't grown into something else five years from now, like the fuck are we doing? Right. You know, and it's the same thing with us as individuals. If we're not growing and learning and evolving, what's the fucking point? Yeah, totally. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what's the fucking point? Uh, Why are we doing this? You know, um, we all want to be happy. We all want to be well, we all want to be well-rounded. Um, you know, and that that takes growth. Well, I think the podcast is like, I'm learning so much from doing it from all these people that we're talking to. And I mean, I think it's really helping in that way. And I didn't, I didn't even really think that I would get that from it. I just, Consciously, I didn't think that would happen, and it is, which is amazing. I totally agree. Isn't that funny? We came into this thinking like we were going to be the ones teaching people shit, know, which right? we are, but we're learning so much through the process and meeting so many incredible people and being able to share these people's stories, and it's it's really amazing. But it we've is. had but we've had to be really flexible. We've had to be. Um, really willing to try new things. You know, when we said we were going to start a wellness podcast, you know, it was like, oh, this is going to be about diet and exercising, you know? And it's like, no, No. like we want to talk about all the shit. (laughs) And here we are talking about it and you guys are loving it and you're so receptive and we so appreciate that. We do. We love the feedback. Yes. Um, Let's see. Let's talk about some other areas where we've evolved. I know for me, I was talking about this while we were warming up for this episode. Um, So when we purchased our first home three years ago, I was like the material girl. I was like, I need a big house. I need a bunch of bedrooms. I need at least two bathrooms. I need all the decor, all the top, cool, cute, shit, right? I wanted my house to look flawless and perfect and not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I still like having a beautiful home. But now here we are three years later, both me and my husband, and we're like, why do we have all this shit? (laughs) Well, like why? We don't need all this space. We don't need all of this stuff. Um, It's just like, it's become too much, right? It's crazy. So now here we are and we're like about to sell all our shit 
and buy an RV and really downsize our lives. And I was just thinking about this the other day and Adam and I were talking about this and I'm like, it's crazy. That's an area again, where I didn't even intend to involve evolve, but because of the evolution that's happened everywhere else in my life, things that I didn't even realize weren't important. I'm starting to realize. So crazy. Well, that's like, for me, it's kind of, you know, I live in a space where everybody is just keeping up with the Joneses, bigger, better. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I are like, yeah, we're going to just stay in our house. I don't need to sell my house and get one that's three times the same size. It's just the two of us. I mean, really, I mean, I'm surrounded by people that have a lot of money and, or at least they act like they do. I don't know if they really do. Um, you know, but seriously though, and it's, you know, constantly this, let me upgrade my house, my car, everything. And I just, you know, that's how maybe five years ago, I would have been more motivated to do that. But I just, in that way, I think it sounds really weird, but being someone who has grown up poor, number one, and a person of color surrounded by most people that were not and wealthy, um, I have always felt like that sort of defines you, you, you know, in a way. And so, I, you know, I've just come to this space because I have evolved that it doesn't, you know what I mean? It just doesn't. I live in a, you know, in a, a suburb that there's a lot of money and there's lots of people that have lots of money that has nothing to do with who they are as human beings. Some of them suck and some of them don't, you know what I mean? And but <laughs> yeah, I mean, but in the end it took me, I think sort of being in a space where I'm successful and I can have, I could have it or do I want to retire and be comfortable and you know what I mean? And not, and, and, and I think about when COVID hit and my business stopped a hundred percent, like a hundred percent. And I mean, I had, I have an event marketing company. I do events for a living and I had 125 events cancel. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars. And if I wouldn't have made the right decisions, I would be in a very different situation right now, not being able to make my mortgage, not being able to make my payments. And so the fact that I made those right decisions because I did evolve. I didn't care what people thought. I had to make the decision because I don't need a $90,000 car to be good, you know what I mean, or to be good yeah. enough where... Maybe I would have felt differently 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Because of, of my situation and just my insecurities and, you know, totally. those kinds of things. And so I'm yeah. grateful that, you know, I sit here evolved and not in debt <laughs> up to my ass. You know what I mean? Like really. Totally. I mean, yeah. That's, that's definitely something that I can relate to for sure. Growing up, um, you know, Puerto Rican and, you know, always being told like, oh, you got to have the flyest kicks yeah. and you got to have the newest fit and you got to have this and you got to have that to matter, right? You have to have all these things. And, you know, I mean, we won't get too much into history, no. but peacocking is literally coded into our DNA as people <laughs> of color. It really is, right? Um, and and you really, it did, it did get to a point where I was like, how much does this shit matter? Like now I right. think about it and I'm like, how much money have I wasted in my life trying to be someone else? Right. You right. know, when at the end of the day, it's like, I am perfect just the way I am. I don't right. need all this extra shit. Doesn't yeah, mean I still don't like extra no, shit. Okay? I'm not even going to lie. To buy but, yourself nice things. I mean, there's nothing totally. wrong with that. But for me, it was really an identity thing. Like, yes. okay, because I don't, because I feel like, I am the only one, you know, like I'm surrounded by a group of people and I feel really different. 
for me to feel like I fit in, I need to have everything. I've got to yeah. have the right clothes, the yeah. right this, the right that. And so, um, and I think just being able to let go of that, you know what I mean? And realize that I don't need a $2,000 purse to fit in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's sitting in my closet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know. So true. You know, but don't get me wrong. If people choose to spend their money that way, that's totally their business. But for me, it was much more deeper than that. You know yeah. what I mean? It was much more deeper. So the fact that I've evolved to a place where, you know, those things just, I don't see them that way. I don't, it doesn't have anything to do with who I am as a person. Or that doesn't yeah. mean I'm successful. It doesn't, none of it. My yeah. car, my house not, has nothing to do with success at all to me. It doesn't define it. It doesn't show it. What success means to me is the kind of person I am and how I walk in the world, not the size of my yes. fucking house. So, you know, and that's what's changed for that. me. That's what's evolved for me. I feel all that, girl. Ooh, right? <laughs> I right? feel it all. You know, and I think that this year for a lot of people really was a reality check uh, for most of us financially, yeah. right? It was yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, I wow, I need to pay a little bit more attention to where I'm spending my money, how I'm spending my money. Um, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs. I lost my job this year. Right. I don't have a job anymore. And I did too for a while. You know? Yeah. And we all have had to learn how to pivot. And I think that that's a great segue into, um, you know, how people are evolving this year. And I, I kind of see two different things going on. I see a group of people who are just stuck. They're stuck in wishing that things would go back to the way that they were. They're stuck in just like just refusing to pivot and refusing to adjust to our new normal, right? And then you right. have people that are like, okay, this is what it is. Let me you figure out it. how to get through this right. and how to move forward. I am so fucking sick of the first, right? <laughs> of the right. people who are like just dwelling. Y'all are wasting so much energy dwelling on the way that, back, yeah, the, wishing that things were the way that they used to be. And guess what? They never going to be that way again. Right. So right. get the fuck over it yeah. and move Wait, forward. Be a new normal. That's all. That's just the reality oh. of how it is. Yep. Yes. Totally. Yes. But yeah, I think there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of good. I also see a lot of people that are doing well financially. I mean, like there are a lot of people that this situation actually has blessed them in yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. so there's that too. I mean, there are businesses that I'm pretty sure Amazon and DoorDash are happy as uh, hell. Okay. So, so, so you got stocks you the, in those companies. Yeah, the rich are good. getting richer. So, yeah. I mean, you know, but like, it's just re weird, random thing. Hand sanitizers companies are like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, so there's just, you know, there are businesses that, you know, I think that are doing well and that's good. You know, I mean, we like that too. I mean, we don't want everyone to suffer. Um, but I definitely think that everyone has had to make some type of adjustment with what is going on. And that's, people Absolutely. have to evolve and there's just, that's how it is. And it's, I mean, I've never in my yeah. life had to make so many pivot like changes and so quickly and decisions you know when you own a business and you are responsible for other people um it's weird you know what i mean but it's just you have to and sometimes they're yeah. good ones and then you're like oh that sucked you know what i mean gotta pivot again <laughs> like i mean oh well that didn't work out that might work but there's a lot of that you know but i think what i got out of this is that i'm resilient as fuck resilient 
Fuck like, yes. You know, like I'm like a cockroach. Okay. You know what I mean? You're not getting rid of me. Like, so I mean, seriously. Yeah. And that, and that's what we have to be in this, in this year and in every year, right? We just have to be resilient and we have to learn from what we're going through and let it evolve us. Stop yes. fighting the change. Stop fighting the whatever. Just yeah. fucking do it. Yep. Just lean it, lean into it. You yeah, just it. lean, just into, lean it. into it. Yeah, steer into just, the skid, y'all. Just like that's the only journey. way to survive right now. Just like your health journey, you gotta <laughs> lean into it. You know, totally just lean into it, and and it'll work out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that uh, I think that we talked about just about everything. I don't know any any other topics we should cover on evolving. Let no, me think. I feel like this is good. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys learned something from this episode and I hope that you can take this information and our stories um, and everything that we've shared and let it help you evolve in your own journey. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.